me Freddy. All right, Freddy. I, I, I will not. All right, so this is part two to part one of not even... I, I mean, this is basically a whole new episode, but it's it's something. All right, well, let's start it off. All right, I got two warm-up questions for you guys um, before we, we dive into this topic. All right, if you guys were given the option of you can only see movies you've seen before or you can only see movies that haven't come out yet. When you say haven't come out yet, you mean just like new movies that come out? Like, I will give you up to a month in the within a month radius of now. So, like, like, we can only watch movies that we've seen already, or movies only movies that are are a month in in the future. And like, well, yeah, like I'll give you like this month and. Uh, everything in the future, and you can watch them once. I'm going with the movies I know. I don't know. This is hard. I I want to say only new movies. Like you're telling me, I can't watch like Tropic Thunder. You're telling me I can't watch Blair Witch Project. You're telling me I they can't will. watch Empire Strikes Back. You're telling me I can't watch Tombstone. You're telling me I can't watch Vanilla Sky. I mean, you're telling me I can't watch a lot of great movies. Yes, yes. That that is the point of the question. <laughs> for me. I would rather watch those movies than a potentially bad movie. Now, are, did we forget everything about the movies in the past? Or like the uh, movies no, in the past? no, no. Whatever would make it easier. So, I mean, for me, no. Like I would like to hold on to the memories of Jurassic Park, but I'm going to choose movies that haven't been released yet. Yeah, but you can't have your popcorn and need it too, Pat. No, no, it's well, not like it's not wiped from your mind. Oh, yeah, and, I, and I'll just watch YouTube clips. I don't have to watch the whole movie. YouTube clips are gone. What about like memes? No, you can't. Even memes, are, memes are fair game. Memes are fair game. Like oh. if it's like a, a five second clip that's like a meme. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. But I can't watch a two minute YouTube clip. No. So you can't watch nothing Jurassic Park. You can't watch no Godzilla. Nothing. None of that, but you know, if there was like a Godzilla meme, like it's just Godzilla destroying Tokyo, it's like Mondays, am I right? Oh man, that would be a good meme. I should make that. Then that's fair game, but like I can't watch like Godzilla's greatest fights, like the a 20 minute compilation of him fighting. But if there's a new Godzilla movie coming out, I would be able to see that. Nah, I, I'm I, I don't want to risk it. I'm sticking with uh. I'm sticking with all the movies I've seen. I'm really torn on this. But I guess... And you don't have to answer. It's just a warm-up question. So is it... Is it only, like, new releases? Or can you watch old movies that you haven't seen before? You know, I was thinking about this. And I think think it would be fair to watch old releases that you haven't seen. Okay, because for a minute I was like, well... If you pick new movies, then you could just get rid of every streaming service, pretty much. Yeah. But, but no, they, there's a lot of made-for-streaming movies. Just go get a DVD. And there, But if you can watch old releases, you might as well keep streaming. Yeah. It's just like, you know, like the, 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 the ones that you've already seen will just be, like, evaporated off of the earth. 
Nah. Because then, all right. Other people could watch them. You could be like, man, growing up, I really liked Star Wars. Child on the street, you should watch it. But can I watch it with this child on the street? No, that'd be weird. Why are you watching movies with a child on the street? All right, let's say let's say me and Julia are hanging out. And I'm like, Julia, have you ever seen Tombstone? No. And I was like, oh, do you want to watch it? Is like, that the same as Dead in Tombstone? No, that's... Basically. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it it's like if I said, "Do you want to watch that's it?" That's not the sequel. <laughs> no, no, there's no sequel. There's a really bad. Um, who's that dude that's like in movies? Um, God, I don't know. DiCaprio. No, no, no. That's uh the quick and dead. Yeah, but that's it's it's like a uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner came out with. Basically, a Tombstone movie, literally after the Tombstone movie, and it was like so bad. But anyways, but let's just say, let's just say you're like, all right, you don't shut up about this movie. I'm gonna watch it. So you're saying I can't watch it, really? No, I no. Am I going to jail? <laughs> yeah, for watching Tombstone. Yeah, oh, yeah. So were you saying in this scenario? you physically can't access movies you've seen before? Yeah. Like, like it would just be like, like, let's just say you try to cheat the system and, and you do watch Tombstone with this child on the street. Like, it would just be a blank screen for you. And it'd be like, yeah. I feel like, like that makes it easier if you take away your, like, free will because then you... Yeah. That just makes it easier. <laughs> you, can't, you can't mess up. You might be sad, but it's not like you can... Mess up, yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah. Okay, take away my free will. That's fine. <laughs> like, in a situation, you lose your free will. Like, you would go to the movies, you would pay for the ticket, and you would they you would just be nothing. Mm. I'm sacrificing everything to be able to see the Barbie movie when it comes out in July. Yeah, but he said a month from now, so you'll be able to still no, catch no. the Barbie movie. Yeah, I just and meant like. No, it's it's just right. movies we haven't seen before, so I can yeah movies. Okay, movies so we haven't seen before. here's my question: Does that mean you literally only get one watch? Yeah. So you fell asleep uh, in the movie? Nah, yeah, because that yeah you know, yeah yeah it would be one watch and one watch only. That's tough, but I think I'll, I would have to still choose that. I would just have to pay attention, which is really hard. But all right, so I guess it's. I'll just ask you guys what movies have you watched, or I'll just listen to the podcast because I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can get away from. I don't know if I can get away from listening to or watching movies that I've I've seen already. Yeah, there would be a, a real disconnect. You'd be like, "Man, I just rewatched Empire Strikes Back," and we'd be like, "What's that? Must be nice." But so, how about the the, the shows? We saw this amazing movie. But like, do shows count or just movies? Just movies. If shows counted, I would have said shows. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I can do I can do the future then if shows count. Yes. I'll rewatch the same shows I watch literally now every single day. Like shows are shows, you know. Like it, it they, they, you know, they're completely separate. Okay, cool. Then, I, then I can see a world where, in order to you just become a TV person. Well, in order to continue going to the movies, then I will sacrifice. Never being able to see all of the movies that are that keep me alive, I will, I will risk that. 
because I can still watch some TV shows. I mean, you can watch every TV show. Right, right. But I, I don't watch everyone. I mean, I watch some. I know, but like, don't, don't limit yourself. Okay, I'll just end up watching every TV show then in the world. All right. All right. Um, that got me worked up. All right, so this one, more next warm-up question is more pointed to the, the conversation. Pick a a streaming movie or a movie that was made for streaming that was released only on streaming, never didn't have like a, a theatrical release that not a lot of people saw, but you know, like you thoroughly enjoyed. Hold on. I'm real bad at thinking of things. Yeah. I, I, I could, I, Enrique, I feel like I know your answer. What's my answer? Pray. Oh, hell yeah. Pray. Uh, pray. Let's see. Sorry about the demon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry about the demon. Uh, let's see. This movie called Prince, is it called Princess? I think it's called Princess on Hulu. It's a princess that just like beats the shit out of everybody. It's really cool. I liked it. My best friend's exorcism. Exorcism, yeah. Um, These are pretty good ones that I think all came out on Hulu. I would say maybe Creep. I think that was only on Netflix. I, I don't. Uh, no, no. Hold on. Let me double check because I'm pretty sure that was in theaters. Who be Halloween? I just tried to Google movies that were only streaming, and it gave me like a list, and at least fifty percent of the list are things that I know were in theaters. So Who be Halloween, hands down. I would recommend that to anybody. Just uh, any day, any any time of the year, I would recommend Who be Halloween. To to people it was in theaters creep creep i mean i'm pretty sure if it were if it was in theaters it probably wasn't no it was, it was solely video on demand it was it had a limited run at south by southwest so streaming yeah that's so streaming yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it was shortly on video on demand for a short period of time. Then net, someone from Netflix saw it and was like, "We need this," and they got it in July of 2015 and have never looked back. But they don't own it, so it could go away one day. There's some Shutter movies I've seen. I don't know if they've been in theaters, but there's some Shutter movies that were pretty good. I was just saying, this is just like a, a warm-up question. My answer would be sorry for the demon or um, dead stream. I was going to ask this, was uh, Dash Cam, was that in theaters? Yes, a very limited release. It had some AMC theater. Okay. That's a bummer, but okay. Yeah, that, that was just a um, uh, uh, question to, to get our gears flowing because... Today's topic, we're going to talk a little bit about this comment, this like newer trend of movies getting, of horror movies that are getting short term releases in theaters. And like, we're going to, I don't know, do some comparison between like theatrical release versus uh, short term. Kind of like the differences in, in this, because like I got like a bunch of numbers and, and whatever. And, and we'll, we'll see if any of them, like when we talk about a movie, we can discuss that. If, should it have either had a full theatrical release, which means a long stay in theaters and in more theaters, or should it have been like just streaming? So, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of get into that because like this is kind of a weird thing. And I don't know if it makes sense. It might make sense. And, and, and like the, these movies that are getting they're getting like such small runs in theaters like 
Skinnamarink was in theaters for a very short period of time. Consecration, all these movies that, that we're, we're going to talk about, they were like in a handful of theaters for a few weeks and then pulled out and then released like towards like a month and a half later on streaming services. I think it's it's like this is a new trend. It's started a, probably with like two years ago. And, and like we're starting to see more and more of it. And there's still big budget horror movies that are being made. And and I think like Boogeyman started this this like I- idea with me because Boogeyman was notably supposed to be just streaming only. Then it was going to be limited release. Then it was like, no, this needs a full theatrical release. And it's doing pretty well in the box office. It's made $67 million and it only costs $50 million to make. They've made their money back just in ticket sales. And I don't think anyone like anticipated that. And they're going to make a ton of money when it gets on the streaming, especially around Halloween. Right. So, um, yeah. Does anyone have any thoughts on like the, this new trend of like short releases? Do you guys like it? Dislike it? I mean, I feel like it's hard to say because I feel like the types of movies that tend to get these short releases are like the types of movies that we are looking to watch specifically. So I wish that a lot of them got longer releases or like there were several movies this year that got like a very limited release that we didn't get to see in theaters that we would have went to see. But I feel yeah, like no, exactly. You're right. Probably wasn't worth it financially for them to do that. But like I would have like I never saw Winnie <laughs> the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Like I would have went to see that. We missed Children of the Corn because it never played in Cinemark. Like, yeah, but I can understand why. Like, I understand why it didn't play there, because no one was going to see it besides the three of us. Oh, I want to say something real quick on the timing of Children of the Corn. That was like, because it wasn't that long ago, but there was like a handful of bigger releases. So it's like, well, Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out. They just did like Cinemark just did not have the screens and they therefore they could not put it on. I feel like you make space. Well, I also assume that like Cinemark has to pay X amount to yeah. show the movie and they yes. literally would not have made back the amount of money. Like Exactly. Yeah. That uh, Julia, you said it like perfectly. Like with the three of us going to see it, like we would have made like max between fifteen and forty five dollars, and that's not gonna pay they're not gonna break even on that. Yeah. When when they could have put like another Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever, like superhero, because there's been so many of them this year. I'm pretty sure Guardians lines up with when Children of the Corn was out. And they would have made quadruple the amount just on that one showing. Yeah, I think that's also going to be something that is always going to be a problem, is you have these superhero movies, you have like a lot of these mainstream movies, and they'll never give a chance to... A smaller movie, say like uh, Children of the Corn, somehow Skinnamarink did well. Maybe the internet did that, but you know, movies like that that just will naturally just aren't going to be appealing to people. And I get it. I mean, everything has its you know, everything kind of has its place and stuff. But you have these. So I, I was looking at this list that Pat put up. Right, you have. The Pope's Exorcist, you have Scream, Smile, Megan, Evil Dead, Renfield. These are all just like mainstream movies. Right. You know, these are movies. They're like, 
They were made for basically they're they're fan they're catered to fans like these Evil Dead is Evil Dead. We knew what we were getting into. We knew what we were getting into with Nick Cage. We knew what we were getting into with Scream. So you you kind of have these movies where it's like like the Candyman. You know, you slap a label. Not that these were like labels were slapped on them, but like it's that effect where you say. Scream's coming out. Oh my God, Scream, that is a classic. And people go out and see it. And then you say, Smile's coming out. And it's all over TikTok. Or Megan. Megan's all over TikTok. It's I was like, saying, Smile's marketing deserves so much. Like, they hired the actors to go to, like, different events and just smile at people. Like, and, well, that's um, what I'm saying. Like, the, the advertising. And they had the money to do that. They were at the World Series. Right. Like the 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 small advertisement because it's a mainstream movie. It was made for yeah. for that purpose. Like it wasn't made it wasn't made for horror fans. It was made for the mainstream, you know? I mean horror fans mainstream horror fans. Well no, not even. I mean casual casual people will go see like this yeah. is a movie you take a girl on a date to just so you can pretend to yawn and put your arm around her or pretend, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a movie. Like, casual people will go see this movie, but not because they love horror. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Same thing with Scream. Like, we we, we know Scream. Scream's been out since 96. I mean, Scream's going on 30 years of being out. You know, Scream's an old movie. And you have this movie that you could drop Scream 25 and people are going to go see it because of Scream. You know, it doesn't have to be good. People are just going to go see it. It's it's the mainstream, you know, and you'll have four or five showings at a time for Scream, you know, because yeah. they're they're going to carefully put Scream at a time when no yes. other movie is really out. Like, like Boogeyman, you had The Little Mermaid and you had Into the Spider-Verse. So you had two jugs. Yeah, I, I don't want you know, like two all over the place, but I want to talk about the, the Boogeyman and how somehow they did really good well again i think it's like we saw all three of those movies but i feel like the majority of people are not seeing all three of those movies they're picking one or two they're they're all different demographics like the people that are seeing the little mermaid are not the people that are seeing boogeyman so i don't think it's necessarily There's like, a, i think i do think there is an overlap just on like some people like i mean yeah there's obviously overlap but yeah you, you're right like Kids are gonna go see, um, the Little Mermaid, and ad- adults with like nostalgia, um. But the Boogeyman was a PG thirteen horror, so like a lot of people, like they they open their capabilities. I think for more a wider audience, it grossed sixty seven million. Like that's impressive. For they they were going up against the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, into the Spider Verse, Little Mermaid, and and they still managed to turn a profit. Whereas like Skinnamarink hit two point one million dollars um, in the box office, which is great because they they cost it cost them like ten thousand dollars to make. So, but they released it at a time when like nothing was out, like very few things were out. So I think that it was so smart of them. The timing allowed for a movie like Skinnamarink and, and the social media to really uh, yeah you know, I mean- have some financial success. The thing about Skinnamarink, I don't know if it was originally supposed to have a theatrical release, release, but the thing was that it got leaked online, so so many people saw it before it came out, and it still did really well 
which I think says a lot because it was like available to watch for free for a while. And a lot of people still paid to go see it. Like I saw it twice and then streamed it on Shudder when it came out. So do any of these benefit then from social media? Like is so yes, a hundred percent. Because I know Megan was loved by all the children. And I'm assuming because I heard from you guys, but I don't remember if I heard from you guys, there was like a TikTok or something of, of yeah. the dance or something crazy. So they had to like bump it down to PG-13 so that like kids that were watching these TikToks are allowed to go see it. And I don't know. Like, that's not even part of what we're talking no, about. No, 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 no. This is a smart because like social media plays into so much. Like, yeah, the Megan dance on TikTok they were like, oh, shit, we need to change it, and we're going to do well. And look, you know, like, they grossed a lot of money, almost $176 million. Like, that's that's a very successful run in theaters. And social media got a lot of people out, a lot of the younger generation out, younger kids out, whereas, like, other movies don't have that push. And, and Skin and Marine did have that push, and – um, I, Julia, to, to answer the question you had, uh, they were originally going to have a like one week in theaters. and But it was like because of the social media phenomena that Skinnamarine caused, they, they kept extending it. Yeah, because I know it had kind of a limited release and then they added dates because I went to see it on a random day by myself because it was like the only time it was available. <laughs> and then they added more showings at different theaters so i want to see it again yeah and that's that was one of those things like shutter is still um figuring out because like it's like well we can put this in theaters and then you know like it like kind of like the skinnamarink and consecration are the polar opposite skinnamarink it was like wow we don't have any expectations because it's such a different movie and then once it started catching fire they're like oh shit let's let's ride this and then consecration, which which did all right, modest. It, it put up one point five million dollars, but the budget was higher, and um, the marketing was more. They there was like ads for consecration, and they were like, "Shit, we need to pull this out of theaters. This is terrible. Like people hate this." I feel like, and I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like whoever is like making and marketing these films, I think they just need to like be real with themselves for a minute because you should somewhat be able to tell that like. So I looked to Consecration because I like possession movies and I like the main actress that was in it. I'm a fan of her. So I was like, oh, I'm interested in this. Probably won't be good, but I'm interested to see it. But that was not a good movie at all. It was bad. (laughs) So 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 I want to, did you expect it to be like The Unholy? Because I did. Like enjoyable, but bad. Yeah, I expected to enjoy it. And I, as but someone who loves, like, exorcism movies, I thought it was terrible. It really wasn't even, like, fun. So am I wrong to say that, like, they should know that they're putting out a bad... I know, I know like, hindsight and everything. Like, yeah, if you made that movie, you're going to have a better view of it. But, like, you got to know that it's not great. you got to be real with yourself and acknowledge that, like, it's not great. It's not going to do great. A lot of times, though, they know... Like, they do know. And on the other hand, Boogeyman, like, that movie was fantastic. That was phenomenal. I'm shocked that anyone would want to put it directly to streaming because why would you take such a great film and put it in a box and just only have it on streaming? 
Like because Disney sucks. That, with should have, that should have been planned as a theatrical release from the jump. I'm kind of well, like not understanding the judgment here. Well, because Boogeyman with Disney, they were like trying to kill it, and and it just kept coming back. They were like, because remember, like as soon as they they took over it in 2019 or 17, they like killed it. Then it came back. Um, so I, that's what I think is interesting about Boogeyman. It just would not die. The idea, the few producers that were like, we're not going to give up on this film. But the saving grace, back to basically how where we started. The the saving grace is, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but you have. You have a movie, you put it out. And most of the time, people, most of the time, the actors and stuff know. They're like, ugh, what a fucking stinker, right? We just mean, but they don't care. They're there for the paycheck. So if the movie's bad nowadays, you can just say, fuck it, scrap it, throw it on Hulu, sell it to Hulu, sell it to Netflix, sell it to Prime, and you'll make your money there because people usually are bored and they're fucking scrolling through stuff and they're like, oh, I didn't get to see this in the theaters. Let me see how good it is. The thing is, people, one, are lazy, and also, two, it is more comfortable to watch a movie in your home. Like, it is more comfortable to say, Let, let's watch a movie. Like, let's put a TV on. Let's watch a movie. Let's kind of, you know, let's order pizza. Let's, let's watch something. It's, it's less stress. It's less money. So, you know, the, the, the whole streaming and theatrical release thing, I think if you put it into theaters... You need to give it a full ride. You know, you need to give it like that month and a half, regardless. If it's a shit movie or not, like you should give it that full ride, you know, just out of the respect for film. You can't just cop out every time you're like, oh, what a fucking stinker. Let's put it on Netflix. Like you can't just cop out. I'd be interested to know about like the cost for showing movies like as a theater. Do they pay per showing? Do they pay for, yes. the, for the month? Okay, so it's like per screen, basically. Mm-hmm. Like every screening. That makes sense because it's not like they can pay a set price, let it go for a month and hope people come. It's like... But still, like you need to... It's it's It, it jumps now into this whole thing that I don't like where it's like this instant satisfaction... This, this instant... Um, not satisfaction, success. Like this instant success or it's not worth it, move on. You know? It's and also it, about profit because when you think about... Like, yeah they're making way more profit for movies like guardians for movies like spider verse. And you could say like, Oh, can't they take a hit on movies? Like, you know, something else that right. no, people not- aren't going to see. It's like, Oh, they should be able to take that hit. And then it cancels out with the profit that guardians made, but the theaters aren't going to think like that. They only want profit. I know. I, I know. It's yeah. all money and then, like, I think a good example kind of of this is like, They'll put some, when the time comes, they'll put a movie out and they know people will pay to see it because there's people like us. We, we went to see Crimes of the Future at like late at night and because it was like the only, you know, one of the only times it was playing that day. Yeah, like, you know, they, they didn't make a profit on that, but, you know, like the, they, you know, you try to go and you know that people will will sacrifice for something they really want to see or something different. So it's like, yeah, fuck it. We'll put Skin and Marink on two showings. It's going to be 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. And, and I, I, I get that. I'm just saying it's it's in the, we, we live in this world where everything needs to be instant success or 
let's move on. No one, no one cares about the craft. No one cares. Like it's just this instant success thing. And it, and it trickles into this because let's just say, oh man, well, our marketing kind of sucked and we kind of put it on during the new Star Wars movie. Uh, let's just scrap it after two weeks and let's just sell it to Netflix. Netflix will buy it and we'll make our money back. It's like, cool, but what about the people who want to go? You know, it's like, you might not make that much, but like, then, and this is me personally, I know no one gives a shit, but like, then why the fuck should I watch anything from your, like, why should I watch anything from these producers? Or why should I watch anything from this company? If, if, if A24 is, is dropping stinkers and moving straight to Netflix after a week or two, why should I watch anything A24? It's just all your movies fucking suck then. You know what I'm saying? Again, that's just me. I mean, you know, I fucking don't think things, but I'm not going to watch a Blumhouse movie if it, like if all the other Blumhouse movies were going straight to streaming because they stunk or because people just didn't feel like watching. Like, I'm not going to watch it. I'll go through and I'll be like, oh, that's that fucking stupid movie that, you know, I'll flip through Prime and I'll say, oh, isn't that that Blumhouse movie that was only in theaters for like two weeks? That movie probably fucking sucks. Let me keep going. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just in a bad mood today. I don't know because I I don't see it that way. That doesn't affect yeah. my because like yeah. we are people who watch those movies. So if I see that something like only had a limited release in the theaters and then went straight to streaming, that's not a negative for but me. But that but these aren't limited releases. These are we fucking suck. Let's let's bail out now. If it's like okay, I mean. 40th year anniversary, Return of the Jedi, limited release, that's different. That is a limited release. Like you're watching that for a week. You know, um, Ghibli Fest, these movies are only out for a week. Then you got to watch it, come back next year. You know what I'm saying? Those are limited releases. Let's say they're like Fast and Furious 25, right? It's going to have a one week only movie release, like a one week only showing in the movies. Because of Paul Walker's 30th year of death. Whatever stupid shit they want to... That's the limited release. But the movie stinking and you belling out, that's not a limited release. So you know what I, I'm saying? I personally just don't agree because I don't... Yeah. I don't think that means the movie was bad. I think that means people didn't go see it. Not a lot of people went to go see it, but that doesn't make it bad. Yeah. No, but that's what um, pisses me off. So I, I last Wednesday, I... I rushed because it was the last day and it was only in theaters for a week and a half. Angry black girl and her monster. And I loved it. I had to go to the Bourse because the Bourse was the only place showing it. Um, it will be on shutter in like a month or two. It's like a fresh take on um, Frankenstein. It was a fantastic movie. It had a lot of heart, very low budget. A first time director coming out, making something like really, di like really cool. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it, and it did terrible in the box office, and I think a lot of people would look at it and be like, oh, man, like that that sucks. But also, it was in theaters, in a very small theater chain for a week and a half, so. Yeah, I mean, that's like that's something I wanted to see, and I would go see it. I just didn't have the opportunity to because it didn't play around here. Ex yeah, exactly, and I had to. I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to assume that it's good. I don't yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm mainly talking about movies that are being released in all theaters. But like that doesn't even happen that often. Like well, think about it. Let's just say Skin and Rink didn't get hit with uh, the social media crave. It would have been in theaters for like a week, and we would yeah, never. And then, I mean, we would have 
I think eventually saw it on how if between, it that, but it didn't get that. So well, it was always going to it was always going to go to Shutter, and between me you and Julia, one of us would have saw it. Do you know how many Shutter movies we haven't seen? Yeah, we're working on it, man. Like right, but like if you're flicking through movies to watch, you're going to flick through the ones that social media whispered in your ear. You're going to flick through the ones that maybe were on in theaters and then kind of like, you know, fizzled their way out into shutter. Like, to be honest, that's not a movie I would, I wouldn't go through and be like, Oh, okay, cool. This movie looks cool. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think we would have ended up seeing it because that's just who we are. We all said we were going to watch. We have a ghost. We none of us seen it yet. Oh, I thought you guys were working. Well, that's just, I don't, I haven't watched it yet because I don't like comedy. But that's just an example. And I just literally just saw the preview of it. I assumed that you guys had already seen it. I get that confused with what's it called? Sorry about the demon. I always want to call it like, sorry about the ghost. Oh, no. That would be hilarious (laughs) if that was the. What is it? We have a ghost. Oh, wait, is that what? Yo, yeah, we have a ghost. That's the name of that. What did I say? Sorry for, what did I say? I don't know, but I think in my mind those two are the same show, and I haven't seen either of them. Oh, no, no, no. We Have a Ghost is, is a movie. No, like, I haven't seen that yet because it doesn't appeal to me, but, like, Skin of a Rink I probably would have watched because scrolling through, that's something that would appeal to me. I know, man. And, 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 and Julia would have recommended it, and then we would have watched it. In a different world, I don't know if this would have happened. Well, I also, here's the thing. I don't think that there's any scenario where it wouldn't have gotten some acknowledgement on social media yeah. and you probably would have heard because he's already an established YouTube creator and I'm someone that follows a lot of horror YouTubers and people that like that's social that. media though that's what I'm saying I don't that's a specific example where like that film was kind of born on social media so there was no way it was ever not going to pick up on social media because Agreed. he already had an established presence on YouTube as a horror creator. Yeah, so yeah I agree with Julia. It's, it's not, this isn't the same thing as like films that, like Megan that blew up on TikTok just because people heard about it. People started making TikToks. This is someone who was already known on YouTube. And then, so people Agreed. talked about the YouTube channel and been like, hey, this horror creator is coming out with a movie and I would have been like, Oh cool. I'm going to watch that movie. I go back. I go back on my stance. I only want to watch old movies. I don't want to watch new movies. (laughs) I was just going to say, when you get home today, you want to watch the, we have a ghost. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I'll go home and watch it and discuss. Julia, you're, you were a hundred percent right on that. Um, and, and I think Children of the Corn is a, an anomaly because I expected it to have a longer stay in theaters, but you know it, they did release it at a bad time, and you know it was fighting for its life, going up against you know a million superhero yeah, it, movies. It didn't get any showings in our home Cinemark, and I would have expected it, was- it because I saw the previews for it more than once at that location and it was never playing at that location. It was playing at in the Cinemark in Christiana and the, Man, the going AMC, to No, yeah. The AMC, but not the the AMC in Philly, but not the good one. The one on Broad Street by Temple, the Pearl, which I'm not going there. I don't like that theater. I will go to any other theater. So like 
and, and I had to do research to find it. It was like not shown a lot. So should any of these movies, um, or, or let's go through streaming only movies. And should any of them gotten in a, a release into theaters like host or prey or any of the long list of like Netflix and Hulu movies or should, yeah. should they just stay? I didn't watch Prey, but I know that there's like a huge fan base for it. So I feel like maybe that yeah. that would have drawn people out. Host, it's personally, good. I enjoyed. I don't think a lot of people would like Host, but I enjoyed it. So I wish that it was in theaters, but I don't know how popular it would I be. I think Host is, I, I agree with Prey. I think Prey, because Prey is, is a Predator movie. Right. And, and people Predator, are going to see yeah, that. Predator is like, it's, it goes back to like that mainstream stuff I was talking about. Like everybody yeah, knows, yeah. everybody knows Predator. Even if you don't know Predator, you know a Predator. I, I don't know about, so some movies, I think they're made for the intention that people are going to watch them at home. You know, in case it's not that good, you can kind of like turn it off and go watch something else. I, I'm not saying Host wasn't good. Actually, I really liked Host. I, I thought Host was interesting, and I would have seen Host in the theaters, but I don't know if I think Host like I think it was written and made for like a home movie. And I want to say about Host because I think it would have done very well in theaters, but I also think because it was such a COVID movie, it was like so perfect to watch at home. Host is almost a movie where it's like better if you play it on your laptop because that mm -hmm. makes it more immersive. Yeah. Yeah, you're like in, you're like part of the seance. So what was what was that? What movie? was the one? You know what I'm talking about? I I want to say you're talking about the COVID movie where the guy was just like driving. Um, yeah. After Safer his like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Safer at home. He like shakes yeah. his girlfriend and. Thought he killed her, so he's driving around. and But it was kind of silly because it was like the lockdown was never on. Because he's driving around and then there's like helicopters following him. Like they're going to shoot him for being out driving. Yeah, no. If anything, a cop pull you over and say, hey, you know, hey, son, it's like, uh, probably better if you go home. And I know that there, there was like a very short period where I was like trying to hang out with someone. And they're like, oh, I'm not allowed to leave the house. Like I can't be out driving. And I'm like, come on, man. It's not that serious. Just like. That's because you didn't know about the helicopters that was outside. Yeah. Well, also we have we had the letter from work, so I would keep oh, that yeah. on me, just planning like if, if I got pulled over, just be like, oh man, I was at work, or I'm headed to work, and just show them like the essential worker letter. And that movie though, yeah. Safe at Home, that was a watch at home only movie. Like that, you're not watching that yeah. in the theaters. Like you're watching that movie. Like yeah. that movie was written, directed, and acted straight for streaming and, and you know it was a lot of fun and a very good streaming movie but not everything needs to be in theaters and i think that that proves it i don't know if this ever got a theater release but uh, what's it called you won't be alone i think it might have had a limited theater release but i saw it streaming i don't know if i've seen that movie it has the same actress that's in the movie lamb and i think it came out like right, so like I remember anticipating it coming out in theater, and then it never did. So then I watched it on streaming. I did see this movie. This movie was actually really good. To be fair, I don't know if it's her, but to be fair, if it is her, she doesn't have any bad movies, and it is her. It was, it was in theaters, but not in the U.S. Because like, why was Lamb in theaters and? 
You Won't Be Alone wasn't. Like, I... Lamb probably... They knew what they were doing with Lamb. It was probably, like, at a festival. Well, yeah, because, like, Lamb was, like, phenomenal. My favorite film of that year. You Won't Be Alone, I anticipated it, was excited to go see it, and it was fine. I wasn't, like, thrilled about it. It was good. It was okay. I wasn't as excited for it. I I watched You Won't Be Alone on TV, and I was happy that I saw it. But like, yeah, it's it's okay. It it was kind of like the it was like Lamb meets the Witch meets something else. I'm telling you, she does not have a bad movie. I've not seen a I have not seen a movie with her in it that's bad. I don't know what else she's in. She's in a lot. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like she was in a movie called uh, "What Happened to Monday," where she's one of seven oh, twins or whatever she? it's called. Yeah, and basically, it's like because you're only allowed to have one kid. The dad had seven. It's like each of them's named after a day. It's so like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right, Friday, Saturday, right. Sunday, and yeah, and they have to pretend that they're yeah, right. like that's the day they're allowed out. So like Tuesday can only go out on Tuesday and. Uh, so that movie was pretty good. My mom actually recommended that movie to me, strangely. She was in, she's in a couple action movies. She's in one called, I think it's called Close, where she's like a bodyguard. It's more action. She's like into a lot of action movies. Uh, girl with the Dragon Tattoo. She's in she one, is of the, a- yeah, one of the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo movies. So she has a lot of great movies. She's So like if you mention, like at any time, if you mention, oh, Numi... I always thought her name was Naomi because that's my sister's name. But what's her name? Numi Rappus? Yeah. Okay. If you mentioned to me that she's in this movie called Never Alone or whatever you said it was called, I'm going to watch it because I already know she has nothing but hits. Hit after hit after hit. So then why haven't you seen it? Because I never knew about it till today. But we saw the previews for it. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't. I don't remember anything. <laughs> Giving fake fan, like why? No, I, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember many things. When did we see a preview for it? I'm just. I'm just messing with you. But I feel oh. like. I feel like you don't keep up with new releases because every time we mention a movie, you're like, I don't know what that is. I don't. I, <laughs> Oh no! That's why you're telling you constantly. I get frustrated or I get pissed off. I feel bad because I always piss you off somehow. No. No, that's a me thing. Like, I shouldn't get mad because you don't know. But, like, so the day that Pat went to see the black girl and her monster or whatever it's called, I would have went to see it probably. And Pat asked us if we wanted to go after work. And then I asked you and you're like, I don't know what that is. So I was like, forget it. And I just went home. I'm so angry. I'm so angry. I don't want to be this guy because, like, I it's not something that, it's just interesting to me that you don't like keep up with and anticipate movies. I'm like, because I have all these things like in my calendar that they're coming out, and you're always like, I feel like every week Pat will like text a group chat and be like, Oh, are we in for like eight o'clock? And you're like, You're like, I don't even know what we're seeing. I'm like, I never do. (laughs) We bring it up all the time. I have movies in my calendar, like at least six weeks out at any given time. I'm I'm getting professional help for this. No, I'm saying you don't need. No, I think it's just funny. It's not something you need to fix. It's just movies are something that brings me joy, and it's something I I look forward to to have like happiness in my life. 
So like it's it's something to look forward to. So it's something that I So with me, I don't care what movie we're gonna go see. I just enjoy watching it with you guys. So I really don't care what movie we're gonna see. I like how you say that, and I believe you a hundred percent, but you had this long rant on like I would never see this movie. Like, if it's not good, just take it off of the. No, I'm just. No, I'm saying. Okay, I'm saying like if 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 you guys were like, okay, we're gonna go watch this movie, right? And like it's it's like Tuesday, and you're like, oh wait, it's not in theaters anymore. They took it out. It didn't do good for opening week. Then it's like, well, fuck that movie. You know, let's go watch another movie. Like, who gives a fuck about that movie? No, because if, if it was if it was really good, we wanted. Why do you? Why are you such like a theater stand that like you think if it got taken out of theaters that means it's bad? No, I'm saying like if it's not there, it's like well, fuck that movie. <laughs> no. What are we gonna do? Call the theater and be like, "Yo, we really want to see this." It won't be like, "So who gives a shit?" Believe me, if that was an option, I would do it. I'm just yeah, saying. Same. Look, I'm just saying in general, I don't really care what movie we're gonna go see. Most movies I do know when they're coming out, and I'm excited, and I I can't look, you know, I can't look forward to it any more than you guys. But sometimes I just honestly don't even know. Sometimes I don't even know it's fucking Tuesday until halfway through the day. And I'm like, oh, we got a movie today. It's just fascinating to me. But I feel like there might be something to your method because then you're not disappointed when like a film you were looking forward to gets taken out of theaters. I guess you don't feel that disappointment because you didn't even know it was happening. Like I was pissed that Children of the Corn never came to Cinemark. Like I was really upset. I forgot all about it until you brought it up. And then you were like in the group chat like, Oh, is it coming to Cinemark? And I was like, no. It's been gone. Like, it's not coming. It's never coming back. Yeah, I just, it I came forgot. and went. Like, I just thought, like, oh, okay, this so is. So I guess, like, your method, you never feel that disappointment. No, because I have enough disappointment. I don't need the one thing that brings me but joy. But it's also interesting because, like, I know you're big into movie trailers and watching trailers. I refuse to ever watch trailers because. I think they always reveal too much of the movie. So, like, I look forward and I plan what movie I'm going to see, but I won't watch the trailer. You'll watch trailers for stuff, but then you, like, don't want to know what movie we're <laughs> in the theater blind. Yeah, so I love watching trailers because I do get excited. I'm like, oh, damn. The thing is, I have a hard time understanding time. So if I'm watching a trailer and it says coming in July, I'm like, fuck, I got to wait till the summertime. And you guys would be like, no, you stupid shit. You got to wait two weeks and it's July. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, it is July. That's crazy, right? So like, I'll watch a trailer. I'll get super excited because to me, when they show a trailer, it's always like coming 2024. And you're like, yeah, I can't wait till 2024. I got to do what I can to stay alive for this. And you know, then 2024 comes and you've seen like the third or fourth different trailer for the movie. And I'm like, man, I can't wait for 2024. And you're like, well, it's April 2024. You know, like, wake up. Then it's like even more exciting because it's like, oh my, like, you, I could have been waiting. Let's just say, like, the Ninja Turtle movie. I don't know when it comes out. I'm just going to go when Pat buys the tickets. You know, like, I mean, like no, you'll know. No, like, I want to no, say, be- be- oh, it comes out on my birthday, I think. But I don't even know when that is. Is that next week? Is that we, you know what I'm we saying? talk about we bring up the future all the time. We're like, oh yeah, in a couple of weeks we're doing this. Like yesterday, we were like, oh yeah, Asteroid City's coming out. Uh, we're gonna be seeing that next Tuesday. Yeah, and, and you're like, yeah. And I said I heard it stunk, and and I, 
mean, I don't know, man. Like, I'm trying, but I just, I'm just happy to go to the movies, you know? So when we go, I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to the movies. And most of the time, I don't know what the hell we're Like, when we went to go see The Curse, for like 20 minutes, I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? I didn't know what this movie was. Well, no one did because we didn't know what it was. There wasn't really. Yeah, was- I bought the tickets. Well, yeah, the previews were really vague, so we had no idea what it was about. But we still. I said, do you guys want to go see a horror movie? And everyone said yes. So I bought the tickets. Yeah, I don't I don't care. what. I'm going to go watch Barbie. I don't give a shit about Barbie. Well, I was going to say, I can tell you right now that Barbie comes out in exactly 31 days. Yeah. Because I have the countdown in my phone. I'm know? saying, like, I don't um, give a shit about but I'm going to go watch it. And if in 31 days, you guys are like, so you guys down for 820? So like, I'll just be like, yeah, cool. And the, have no idea we're going to go see Barbie. The Nun Part 2 comes out September 8th. It's in my calendar. Like, I'm ready. Didn't you give me shit about having a, using a Google Calendar? No, so I don't use Google Calendar. But I'm it's saying, not but... actually a calendar. I use a countdown app. It's oh, from... it's an app. My bad. No, but it's not a calendar. I don't I don't use like a digital calendar because they don't work for how my brain works. I call it my calendar, but it's not a calendar. All I know is if you guys are if you guys say we're gonna go watch something, I'm gonna go watch it. I don't ask any questions. I don't need to know. I don't need a backstory. I'm just going to go watch it. Majority of the time I enjoy it. There's been that really rare few times when I'm like, why the fuck did I go see this? It's just a fascinating way to live. Yeah. Well, you know, you don't know, you know, you don't know if, uh, you don't know if you're going to make it to the next Star Wars movie. So you just got to forget that it's coming out. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry. Did I make you this angry? Nobody's angry. No one's angry. I am I am really sorry. I'll work on it, guys. No one's angry. All right, final question, and then we're, we're, we're wrapped up, and we can close this saga. Do you guys have any a, a higher expectation when it comes to theatrical releases? Like movies like Smile or Megan or Evil Dead or Renfield that have most likely bigger budgets, movies like Nope, Hopes up exorcist. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I, I think you guys answered this question for me already. I really don't really don't care. So I I I personally don't care. I don't have like expectations for most movies because I a lot of times I don't really care if the movie's good or not. I just cared if I liked it. You know, an unholy is one that we talk about all the time. That's not a good movie. Right. You know, like if I see it again, I'm gonna be like, oh, this fucking stupid movie. But I like the movie a lot. You know, like I really enjoyed the movie. There's a lot of movies like that where I'm just like, this fucking movie was like, like perfect example. Bo is Afraid, right? I thought it was one of the most boring fucking movies I've seen in my life. But it was also one of the best acted movies I've seen in a long time. I It was actually one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. You know, and I like the movie. I personally just think it was a boring fucking movie. A long, boring movie, but fuck, that movie was funny, you know? And, and like, it's such a big movie. You have, you know, it usually, usually you get these movies that are like, you get like a big, huge, big name. You get some like big director guy thing. You get like a big studio thing. And like, these things are kind of combined. Maybe you get like, 
two A minus stars that make like a A plus star and they have like a great chemistry and you're like, oh man, I got to go see this because of these people, right? I I don't have necessarily high hopes for it. I just think that if it's not as good, if it's not, a, it's just, it's a shame if it's not as good, I think is, is the only way I can really say it. Because you, you have everything at your disposal. You have money, you have marketing, you have probably fucking toys already lined up. Like you have all this stuff to make money. Right. And if you just weren't executed right, it's, it, it's just a shame. So I guess, I'm sorry, my answer is uh, no, not really. Yeah, I, I agree. I just think that, I mean, we can all agree that there are movies that were strictly just streaming that were like phenomenal. And then we've seen a lot of movies that had theater releases that were just Pat staying hydrated. Yeah. Yep. That's, look, it's hot out. I work in a warm environment with no cold I mean, water. I got to stay are hydrated. You, are you outside right now? No, no, I'm inside now, but like, I've, I've been in a, it's been a long day in a warm environment. But you're not in the warm environment anymore. I know. I'm So I'm like hydrating. Okay. And my plushy Bob Ross is just staring at me. It's fucking weird. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. I think the, the only time I have a higher expectation, and it's the only, it was Evil Dead. And it's just because I've, I don't know. I, I just expected more. Yeah, I was really, and I, and I know it's. I don't want to be like I'm not like other girls, but I was disappointed by the Evil Dead movie, and it seems like the majority of people were happy with it. Yeah, what's happening with girls though? I'm I'm lost. It's a joke. It's it's oh. not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought there was like something. I know what you meant, Julia. Thank you. I just, I just feel like I I feel like I'm always being like super contrarian on here all the time. Like very, I feel like I tend to have that opinion quite frequently, where I'm like oh, I love this movie that everyone hates, or I hate this movie that everyone loves. So I, I try to, like, that's, that's still uh, how yeah. it's going to be and how it's going to continue to be, probably, but I'm trying to, like, soften I, No, it. but, like, it, like, Evil Dead deserves that criticism. The best example I can think of, I'm sure there's a better one, but I was looking forward to Scream 5. Right when it came out a year or whatever ago, right. I was really looking forward to. It. I was like, "Oh my god, a new scream! Hell yeah, I'm gonna go fucking see this!" Right, like, well, yeah, I, we were I, gonna see it regardless, but go, right, right. Go. But I'm saying, like, I, like I can't wait till this movie comes out. Like, I'm gonna go see this movie. Like, I can't wait till it comes out. But at no time did I think this is gonna be a fantastic movie. I just could not wait to go see it. You know, and even movies like I don't know. Let's just say. Like Spider Man, for example, um, you know, let, uh, there was a lot of things I didn't like about the No Way Home or whatever it's called, but I don't give a shit. I want to go watch Spider Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I just love Spider Man in general, so I'm just gonna go watch Spider Man. I don't give a shit if it's bad. I also don't expect it to be that good, you know, because if if I'm excited and then I want it to be good, I'm just gonna be heartbroken. That's right. You know, it's just better to just be like, who cares how this movie is? I just really want to go see it. Okay, because there are a lot of movies that I had, like, really high hopes for Mm -hmm. that I was, like, super let down because I was really anticipating them. Yeah, and it's it's easier to... And and 
don't get me wrong, there's tons of movies that I'm like, man, I cannot wait till they come out. And if they stink, I'm like, oh, this movie fucking suck, man. I can't believe that, you know? But like, I don't feel disappointed. I'm just like, oh, that sucks. I've, I've watched enough movies to where I don't expect a movie to be better than the last one that I've truly liked a lot, you know? Like, if there was, whatever was the last movie that I said, oh, man, this fucking movie was awesome, I don't expect any movie to be above that. So if it is above that, then that's the movie that I'm basing my, oh, wow, this was fucking awesome off of. I just don't expect it to be in. Like, I don't, I don't expect many movies to be better than, like, The Blair Witch Project. I don't expect many movies to be funnier than, like, Tropic Thunder. Like, these are just my baselines. You know, the, these are movies where it's like, they're here. Okay. You know, and until I find a movie that to me is funnier than that, I, I'm not disappointed because it's like, oh, uh, this movie wasn't that funny, but like, I don't expect it to, you know? So you're telling me I should manage my expectations and I'll feel less disappointed. I do that in life <laughs> with everything. I usually do that. I guess just not when it comes to movies. The, the thing is, we we know now what... Like we're older now, so we know basically what the we know what the world is, you know, and we know they're not going to give you what they need to give you. They're going to give you what they want to give you for money. Uh, Star Wars is a perfect example. They're just going to do a bunch of what do they call it? Fan um, fan service. Yeah, they're going to do a bunch of fan service, and yes, that's good for some of the fans, but that does make these movies sometimes or these shows or whatever. It, it does give them that negative point. So to me, I just understand that they're not making this for the love of it. They're making this for the money of it. They're making it so they can continue to make it. Cause once like you're hot till you're not, you know, and, and you just need like a certain group of people to like, to like something for you to keep going. You know, nobody likes solo. So I love, I loved it. I thought it was a fun movie. You know, was it a great movie? No, I loved it. But people didn't, they didn't make enough money off Solo. They weren't going to sell fucking little Han Solo toys. So what do they do? Fuck the second movie. I had movie. fun. Right, right, of course. But they're just like, fuck the second movie. Because the, the they, it, it, it didn't cater to that group of people that's going to give them money, you know? I don't expect people to do things out of passion anymore. Unless it's like a, like a movie that you just know, like this isn't mainstream. It's a $10,000 budget. Like, you know, this movie was, this was a passion project. Then it's like, I don't expect it to be good, but I kind of, in the back of my mind, I know it's going to be good. You know, because if you, if, if you're making this as a passion project, knowing that you're probably going to lose $10,000, you know, that's, that's something I want to watch. You get what I'm saying? I feel kind of attacked because I feel like probably a lesson I have not learned. So in life... I'm trying to inspire you. Yeah, no, in life, I feel as though I'm really good at avoiding disappointment because I have like zero expectations for life in general. So I'm never let down. But the exception to that is probably movies because that's when I feel the most disappointment. For example, like the movie Old was not good but I was like super, super let down by it because I had such high expectations mm -hmm. for like an M. Night Shyamalan film, knowing that I love a lot of his movies. That's the problem. I went into it with super high expectations. 
So I do feel a little bit attacked. I'm not trying to attack you. I'm just no. I'm just kidding. So it, it's it's that's that's where it becomes the problem because you remember how good this movie was, or you remember how good this director was, or you remember how good this actor was in a certain in a similar movie. So you're like, oh shit, this got to be good, you know. And like if you're like, I love Tom Cruise movies, but I don't think any of the new Mission Impossible movies are going to top like the first one, you know, stuff like that. Like, I don't expect many movies to top like Empire or Return of the Jedi or Revenge of the Sith. I don't expect any Star Wars content to top that. So when you get something like The Mandalorian that comes out and you're it, and, and it's just like hitting home runs, you're like, holy shit, this fucking this is good. You know, because I didn't I, I just I just thought it was just going to be whatever. I will say, though, I might be falling into the trap with Ahsoka because I'm really looking forward to Ahsoka. I'm always saying how Ahsoka is going to be like either Mandalorian level or better. And I'm setting myself up. So as soon as Ahsoka is starting to come out, I'm going to be like, nah, they always hurt you, bro. Like, don't don't do it, man. It's just going to hurt you. You know, that's just what it is. And then I'll just not give a shit about it. And it's going to come out, and I'm just going to enjoy it. So if you ever need inspiration, I I, I am here All right. for inspiring words. I don't know, Pat, if you have anything, uh, anything to say? Nothing on that. I was going to say let's wrap it up. I want to give a shout-out to the Through Nick and Finn podcast. They went and saw The Flash. I went with them. It was terrible. You don't need to watch the movie. Go check out their podcast. Nicolas Cage did have a great uh, cameo in it. It's also crazy yeah, you went without us, but that's fair. It's no, it's a terrible movie, and they were like, uh, we were supposed to go over their house for uh, to enjoy their um new like uh, porch deck, and uh, everyone canceled. So they were like, well, we were gonna go to the movies on Saturday, so we're gonna go tonight. You want to go? And I was like, all right. I thought that you were like specifically protesting the Flash and not going. I- I was going to, but then all of my plans got canceled. And they're like, you want to go to Costco? And I was like, yes, I do. I've never been to Costco. So I go to Costco. And they're like, and like also on the way, they're like, we're going to go see The Flash. I was like, god damn it. But, but it was good. It wasn't good. It was terrible. Costco was good. I got a lot of cool things. It's um, it's like a Sam's. So, yeah. A seance? Sam's. Oh. Oh, yeah. I thought you said <laughs> I was like, you're going to have to elaborate on that one. I was like, I don't think I've been to Costco either, but you're going to have to. I went to Costco and ended up going to the movies, but they, they I don't know, like, it was terrible. It was stupid. Um, no one should see, see that movie. George Clooney ruins it. Ezra Miller ruins it. But Nicolas Cage was glorious in his 10 second cameo. All right, I'll I probably will watch it. Oh man, I feel sorry for you. But that being said, yeah, that's that's that. Um, shout out to them for sticking through a, a long ass movie to watch ten seconds of clip of film. I assume that they're gonna talk about it on the podcast. Yes, maybe yeah. not a episode, but a. It will be yeah. short. Probably like five. I mean, he, I, Pat said there was only like ten minutes of Nicolas Cage. Well, I did listen. No, no, to ten their, seconds. Oh, I did listen to their. They they did an episode on like his cameo and like Grindhouse. Yeah. So I assume they'll it'll be something like that. Yeah, 
oh man, a lady at Costco was being rushed to the hospital. It's not funny. I hope she's okay. Why are you laughing? I don't know. Damn, the deals were just so low. That's crazy. It's like blood sugar. Once the deals get so low, you just get nauseous. Do you need a Do you need a Costco card to be allowed in? Yeah. Yeah. My first thought was maybe she didn't have a card, and the guy just like beat her up. That's also a possibility. But either way, I hope she's doing okay. Um, Hopefully, she didn't see the flash after she got out of the hospital, because that that would have sucked. Died. Maybe no one. um, Maybe she had just come from the movies, and then. The, the symptoms were a little bit delayed and it didn't hit her until she was in the Costco. <laughs> yeah, then she just fainted. Hopefully she's all right. I mean... Ma'am, if you're listening, I hope you're all right. Yep. If you're listening, yeah. I apologize for Pat laughing because he won't apologize. So I'll apologize for you, for him. I hope you're all right. I won't apologize for laughing. If you send us an um, email, I'll, I'll send you a shirt. Yeah. Um, we hope you're all right. Yeah. Oh, that's that. All right.